singing to you. Every time we turn live, man, you know it's the truth. Every after show, move it down. This the time to move around. Uh, no gimmicks podcast is going down. Every night, every time in the rain. This is time for no gimmicks. No, we doing our thing. What's your state of mind? Take the mind. Moving down a statement when we take the line. This is exactly wrestling the state design. When you see Stone Cold like me, with the stunner in the world, exactly, man, what we bring. Every night we move like Brock Lesnar. The F5, no gimmicks. We take you to your limit. What's the feeling? Uh, when we live in the air, you know we on. This the time. Guarantee we move. You know how we respond. The state design. The state design when we feel it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Podcast here on the DFPN. Pardon me, I'm not my usual upbeat self. I'm kind of under the weather today, but we're going to get through this show. Uh, we have had a freaking monumental day today. So the, tonight's show is going to be it's going to be a good one. So before we get into the show, let's go ahead and shout out our sponsor. Shout out to Khan's Custom Creations. Uh, she made a dope ass sweater and shirt for me. So find her on Facebook. Cons Customs Creations at IG Cons underscore Custom Creations. Get your custom merch. She makes it quality for the low. It won't break your pockets, and it looks good. I can I can attest to that. It looks it's fire. So go seek her out. Get your stuff. Uh, we are on the Patreon tonight. If you're not rocking with us live, patreoncom slash Podcast. As little as three dollars, it will get you in the door, get you in tune with all these shows, and we have a great time. Shout out to the guys that on the music side, datfilling.bandcamp.com. Same deal, three dollars gets you the entire datfilling catalog. My co-host, Frank D, the chosen one. What is up, my friend? Nothing much, man. I'm sorry to hear that you're under the weather, but um, <laughs> it's 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 that time of the season, bro. So Tis the things season, happen. Bro. Exactly. You'll, you'll get over it. You'll be fine as long as you embrace the dark side of the force. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But yeah, man, we got it. We got a packed show, man. Let's jump right into the shit, man. We, we, I woke up this morning and immediately, like I'm seeing notifications, ESPN sending out notifications. First thing I see was Dwayne The Rock Johnson is now on the board of operators operations uh, for TKO, or board of directors, sorry. He's on the board of directors for, for TKO. Huge monumental news coming up right first thing early this morning let's talk about it man so this is a big deal first and foremost the biggest part of that is that he gets the uh the rock out of that deal he had he owns the the rights to the rock so how huge is that that's big because that's something that's never happened before anybody who's ever come to the wwf now WWE, you know, they've never actually either never got to use their name or they had their name before they got there. So The Rock was something that was created for Dwayne while he was in the WWF. Correct. And to see him actually have the name The Rock, it's, it's a name that people know him for. He's synonymous with that name. Just like when you think of Hitman, you either think of Thomas Hitman Hearns or you think of Brett the Hitman Hart. Those are the two that come to mind. 
Hulk yep. Hogan. I mean, come on. You know, the, yep. the Macho Man, the Stone Cold, these are names that are synonymous. And I'm glad to see that The Rock gets to be The Rock. And, and he's on the board of directors now. This is a monumental day for not only the WWE, but sports entertainment in general because of what happened after that. Because not only did The Rock join TKO Board of Directors, but we also found out where Monday Night Raw is heading in yep. 2025, which is going to be streamed on Netflix, which is a big deal because Netflix has wanted to get into the live genre of sports entertainment style programming. I think that it's going to bring subscribers over to Netflix who want to see WWE programming. But also, this actually helps out the entire wrestling industry because it makes it more profitable. People can see wrestling as if Netflix can make a deal here with WWE for $5 billion over 10 years. But the the terms of the, the details of the agreement are Netflix, after five years, can opt out or they can extend the deal. If they extend it, it goes to 20 years. So th- this is a, a, a crazy situation. But like I said before, now that we know where WWE is going, I think all of their stuff is in check. They're going to be on a CW for NXT. They yeah. have SmackDown coming to USA Network. You have Raw going to Netflix. I'm safe to say AEW is going to remain on the Turner Networks. This void on Monday nights with the USA Network, as you and I were talking about a minute ago, yep. opens up the possibility of TNA filling that void. Yep, and it does. Impact show to USA Network. And I think because they are doing business with Endeavor, they're on the Endeavor umbrella, quote-unquote, with the streaming situation, I think, and the fact that they are calling their pay-per-views now PLEs. Yep. Take that into consideration. They're calling yep. PLEs now. I think that it's a very good chance that we can see TKO coming in and doing some favors for TNA and getting them that spot on Monday nights and you got wrestling. It's it's just big. It's different big. wrestling every night. Exactly. And it, yep. and it like I said, it, it helps the entire wrestling industry. It does. It does. In the immediate it it, it opens things up. Like and that yes. was the that was the biggest news coming out of out of that. Uh the the raw deal is that yes. On one side, they go to streaming, but it opens up for everybody because they're the biggest right. company. They went to streaming first, so it's going to open that up. That relationship gets great. Now other streaming platforms are going to look to bring wrestling into the fold, which is it's good. It's good for everybody, right? And then on the flip side of that, the void that it left leaving network television has to be filled, and the perfect company to do it is TNA. So it's like... The, the the tide rises for everybody right now. That right. that's the situation right. that we're in. So it's it was definitely cool to see. Um also the effect that it had on the stock market, but both uh TKO and Netflix saw a significant increase this morning. And right. TKO is actually still still rising off of that. Netflix also announced uh today that they gained uh in their fourth quarter, they gained they gained uh, 13 million new subscribers, bringing their total to 260 million. So they're probably going to see more come in off of this deal. Um, and the biggest the biggest thing that that was coming out was like, well, what is the average wrestling fan or the older wrestling fan? Right. The 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 higher end of the key demo, like, do these guys want to cut cable? And, and go to the streaming services. And I'm like, 
why the fuck not? I already have Netflix, right? The the average person, the average person is already cutting cable, right? So this deal is is actually catering to that crowd. So like I the majority of the people that I interacted with was like, I don't I haven't watched network television in a long time. I've been cut the cord to cable. So it's it's actually playing into the hands of a lot of people. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how this unfolds and what this is actually going to look like in the long run. I think it's going to be very good for the industry as a whole. I couldn't agree more. It's, it's very, a very positive situation. And the fact that streaming is where it's at and, and WWE is now proving that because I mean, they're taking a big gamble here. We're going to Netflix, taking oh, yeah. raw somewhere where it's never been before. Yeah. So that's a very big deal. And then on top of that, this also opens to opens the door for Warner Brothers Discovery to come and say, okay, hey, listen, we're going to take the AEW program that you have and we're going to finally put it on the max. We're going to, we're, we're trying to compete here with Netflix. And also you have a situation where Amazon Prime is out there looking for content as well. So that also could right. open the door for a possible TNA or it could open the door for an NWA or it could open right. the door for, let's say, a Ring of Honor on Amazon. But the thing about it is, is that Tony, I think, wants to stay with Warner Brothers, right? They have such a working relationship. I think Warner Brothers, for the most part, is happy. Um, I think the 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 big conundrum right now is the fact. I think it might be financial is why they're not meeting. You know, head to head, nothing's been signed yet. It, it's right. what's going on here because WWE this just deal, announced this deal today. Right, this deal and, might might yeah. swing things in AEW's favor, right? Because I I, I don't think I, I never for once really thought that they were going to go anywhere to begin with. Right, um, because I mean, you already have the the brands are already established on the Turner networks. Correct. So there's no point of switching networks at this point. I know Tony wanted to stream Ring of Honor on the the, the Max, and he may get the opportunity to do that now because you can look at what's going on at WWE and say, okay, hey, listen, we're going to do this, and we're going to do it the right way. And on top of that, too. We uh, also found out that the Peacock deal actually expires in March of 2026 Correct. for WWE Network. So this will be very interesting to see if they're going to renew that come that time, or is that also going to migrate over to Netflix, or will we become a standalone service again? Right. Well, that's that's interesting, too, because um, the UFC deal also uh, expires. Their, their rights deal also expires, I think, in 2025. So it's like back to back to back. But this was is I, I'm thinking this is a setup for all of it. Right. Yep. So you already got and after five years, they can revisit that deal, which in turn, if they if they already have UFC under that umbrella as well, then they can UFC and network under that umbrella, then they could just pull that back under the fold after five years. And then it all runs kind of uniform. Right. So yeah, it's this was this was it's interesting on a lot of levels what this will do because we haven't seen anything like this before. We haven't seen anything like this ever. So it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how this plays out. Yeah, I mean WWE were the first ones to actually take it to streaming with the original um incarnation of the network which was wwe 24 7 they were the first ones to go with the over-the-top um kind of broadcast 
which right. was showing the classic archived footage from WWF, WCW, whatever. So fast forward that into where we are now with the Netflix deal, with the Peacock deal. And, you know, like I said before, I, I believe that eventually they're probably, if, if they can't continue to lease out this content to Peacock, they're most likely just going to say, okay, we can either do two things. We can migrate this whole thing to Netflix, which, I mean, Netflix would love to get their hands on the WWE Network because that's Hell even yeah. more content for them to stream. More that subscribers. Oh, the docu-series is actually a part of that deal, too. They're yeah. bringing the so, docu- I mean, so, documentary series over to Netflix now. So Yeah, so that, so it, it works even better. Yeah. So you, you have that. Plus, you have, okay, they're still in, in other parts of the world. The WWE Network is still its own entity. So you can actually take it back to being its own entity, which you actually could combine the UFC streaming service and the WWE Network together. Right. There's there's still a lot of content that's in the library that WWE has digitized. They just haven't released it yet. Like, people, you know, a lot of people that, you know, when I'm on Reddit and I'm looking at the... the, the um, the posts and shit, a lot of people are complaining about the lack of the classic content uploads for the WWE Network. Because not a lot right. of people watch the current stuff. They like to go back and watch the past. And majority of the time, the, the only place you can get the classic content is going to be on YouTube. Because WWE only has so much. Right. And I remember talking to someone who, um, who used to work on the network. And he told me that when he got basically got released, he got let go. They were kind of phasing out the video on demand um, part of the company, and I believe that's what happened with the uploads here, and why there's a lack of uploads because they have nobody to work on. The no man, because yeah. right yeah. when they when they did the when COVID happened and they they you know cut a lot of shit. I, there was something because because there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into producing this this stuff for the network. You have to right. go in there. Right. You literally have to go clean up the footage. You got to dub music that needs to be dubbed and bury it. So much stuff goes into this shit and I don't think they just have, they don't have anybody dedicated to doing it right now. I think that's going to change because Ari Emanuel knows, TKO knows, we have this vast majority, this, this huge library that we have. We have the biggest library in sports entertainment of all the territories, everything we have. Let's put it out for the people because we yep. know we can make money with this shit. So I think this, like I said, this, this Netflix deal is going to lead to a lot more bigger things, and uh, it's just kind of like a wait and see deal. But that wasn't the only thing because before this deal happened yesterday, we got the official trailer for WWE 2K24. <laughs> and yep. I have to tell you, I I marked out big time. Like 40 years of WrestleMania mode. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. That is there I was mean, some I'm interesting playing... stuff that came out. Yes, of that. Oh, some yeah. very interesting stuff that came out of that. Yeah. Which, yeah. if you, okay. if you, yeah, yeah, that it like yesterday, and then the focus on Cody, yeah, that they put on that trailer, I was like, huh, but yet that was yesterday. I I didn't know I was gonna wake up this morning to see the right. Rock had, had had joined the board. So it's a yesterday, big, I was it's, like, a, it's hmm. a big, it's 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 a big week, and we're heading to we're right now. We're, we're literally on the road to WrestleMania at this point. I mean, and as we were talking, I'm like, you know, the, the way I would do this thing on Sunday, and I'm, and people can agree with me or disagree with me, 
this Royal Rumble right here is important. It's giving me very 1992 vibes right very, here. Because very, very. the star power that they got in this match. And you got so many guys out there. You literally, and this is what makes it fun. You literally don't know who's going to win this thing. That's, that's the truth. That is the absolute truth. If you'd have told me a week ago, I would have had two answers for you. Now I got like four. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I legitimately don't know. <laughs> because so because CM, CM Punk is hot. Yep. Cody is hot. Drew McIntyre has been basically replenished. He's hot again. Yep. You got the you got the Damian Priest situation. Yep. You got now you got yeah Gunther out here with Seth Rollins. You got so many different you got oh shit. Jimmy Uso, Jay Uso solo. Yep. All, all these different cats. There's so many people with the potential so to many win people. this thing. Exactly. So many people. And I think, and like we were talking about, if I'm booking this match, I am gonna do the finish they did in '94. And that is Luger. And Bret Hart over the top at the same time. That's why I would do Cody and CM Punk over the top at the same time. Because there don't is no know. definitive winner. Yep, that's what I would know. do. Yep. Plus that interaction, that interaction they had on Monday Night Raw, fire. So one thing <laughs> about that interaction that I didn't really like very much What's is that? the crowd wasn't really into it all that much. The crowd was kind of flat, and they really <laughs> need to turn the Thunderdome down, bro. <laughs> They were, they were, to me, it was, it was more, they were split because it was just like, I don't know who the fuck to root for right now. Cause that's how I felt. I well, was like, I, I, mean, I was like, okay. They weren't really, they weren't really popping anything though. They were popping some things, but like when CM Punk says, well, you know, I'm the, the biggest superstar that's going to come back. Nobody reacted to that. And I that was is watching true. It. They yeah. more so reacted to the uh, I'm more of the American dream than you are. Yeah. And yeah. then when he said, I'm more CM Punk than you, they reacted to those things. Yeah. You know, so, but it's kind of getting, you know, I don't know. It's kind of getting tired now the whole way you left the company and kind of getting tired now, bro. It like, is. It is. We, we, but... we already know he left, but you can't, you say that, but it's because you can't acknowledge the other place. Exactly. exactly that and it came from cody so i was like okay that's a stinger (laughs) that's a stinger i would have loved if he would have said i i came here because i chose to you came here because you didn't have a choice something along that line yeah i i came here because i chose to you came here because you had to. Yeah. Something like that. Right. But in reality, it's where Punk wanted to be all along. All along. And this brings me back to a promo that uh, Cody cut before he left AEW. Because that's that's what that encounter reminded me of. And he started the promo saying uh Someone told me to wait to make this promo. But basically, he cut the promo that he cut on CM Punk. Mm. But he called himself the Forbidden Door in AEW. Mm. But he he basically told... And he told Punk to, him, to his face. He was like, the things you talked about, I actually did. But he right. cut that promo in AEW where he was like, 
someone sat up because I think they were in Vegas when he cut it. He's like someone sat up there and they they did the pipe bomb. And he caught he talked about the pipe bomb and then he talked about like what he intended to do. And he said, I actually did it. He's like, in that in that sense, I became the forbidden door. And then right after that, he was in WWE. Yeah, so that kind of leads me to, to think here that at some point, Cody and Punk may have been, you know, getting talking ready to work about it. Yeah, 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 talking about it. So that's what Cody. Cody Cody is all business. Oh yeah, most Cody, Cody is business. Cody already said we can do something. Yeah. Most definitely. Now, I would have wanted that to happen after Mania. Oh, check this out. I'm I'm reading this right now. Go ahead. So, William Regal was on NXT tonight, and he made coming. He made uh, Ava Rain the new general manager of NXT, the Rock's daughter. Ooh, the hits keep coming. Right. It's basically AEW. <laughs> yep. This is what AEW should have been. Right. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yep. So William Regal can now appear. I guess that, that time is up that he had that he couldn't appear on TV. He can now appear yep. on TV. Yep. So mm. good shit. Look, Jeff said he was and he was already pulling uh already pulling strings for family. Why not? Why not? Bill oh, Watts used to do it. Bill Watts used to put his kid World Championship back in the day. Hell yeah. Speaking of which, uh, I think The Rock might have actually spoiled the main the main event for Mania. Oh, I, oh, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, he basically he basically said there's no bigger match they have except for him and Roman Reigns. Rock is telling you that. Rock is pretty much telling you what the main event is. That's the be. main event. So you can't be the board of directors, bro. You can't be on the board of directors and be like, that's the biggest match possible. Yeah. That means that leads me to believe that that leads me to believe that punk. So, so here's a scenario that I'm, I'm thinking in my head, right? Mm -hmm. So what I'm thinking is CM Punk versus Cody, Seth Rollins, and he relinquishes the world championship. Seth Rollins versus Cody. Oh, no, sorry. CM Punk versus Cody for the World Heavyweight Championship. Cody beats Punk. He gets it. He finishes the story. And then Damian Priest cashes in on him and becomes <laughs> world champion. But that, yeah, I can see that happen. That sets up a whole new feud now with Damian Priest and Cody over the world title. I can see that. That's what I would do. Look at this comment. I can attest that back in January 2023, No Gimmicks Crew has been putting this match up in the universe. We have. It's the biggest yes, match have. possible. It's the biggest match since it's, it's the biggest match since Hollywood Hogan and The Rock. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. And I I was saying before this even happened, I didn't even know about the Seth injury, but if, if you want to make a big WrestleMania. Night one has to be Cody versus CM Punk. At yep. this point, night yep. two has to be Roman versus The Rock. It has to be. Yep. And I'm still angling. I'm still angling for 
for Randy Orton versus Solo. I think that's a, yeah. good, a good matchup there. Yeah. And, and it's like at this point, too, it's like, okay, so in doing this, what do you then do with Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre? Because he's hot. But also, here's the problem with Drew. Drew has not resigned. This is true, too. If, if if I'm really wanting to do that, then my night one would have Drew versus Gunther. Problem with that is, is, is it Drew a heel now or is he a tweener? Mm, I think he's more of a tweener, which it'll it'll work either way. I don't know. That's kind of tricky. Doing heel versus heel or heel versus tweener. It is. It really is. I mean, I go back to back in the day. I mean, that's the reason why Warrior versus Hogan at WrestleMania 6 wasn't really a success that thought they thought it was going to be because right. it was two baby faces going right. at it. And Vince didn't want that. He's like, we right. can't do that again. You know? True. It's like, you have to, it's like, you know, mm. it's like with the NWO days, you had Hall and Nash would go up against the faces of fear, right? Right, and in that match, you would you would it, it, on paper you would be like, oh, that's two heel tag teams, but Hall and Nash would be the ones getting cheered, because who are you going to yeah. cheer? You going to cheer the outsiders, or you going to cheer the faces of fear? Right. So that's kind of like with this situation with Gunther and Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship, which I I believe that's kind of wasn't that a triple threat match last year at Mania? It, it with, was with, with Sheamus. So yep. it's kind of like, do we want to repeat the same match again? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. so it's not like. There can only be one winner. That was a banger, though. Yeah, that was it a was a banger. banger, but there can only be one winner for the Rumble. Everybody can't win the Rumble. And I know for damn sure, CM Punk is like, I'm probably going to get my WrestleMania main event. Yeah. But then also, you got to be like, okay, finish the story. There's so much. And <laughs> it's like, bro, Punk is going to get back at Cody and said, yeah, you know, you're on the, 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 you're on the cover for WWE 2K24. I was on a cover for WWE 14. Yep. So, yeah. People seem to forget that. Yeah. There's a there's so many ways you can go with that. So many. Right. So, all good all, all good shit though. But what about this comment? Uh, Bubba was in the uh, no gimmicks group and said Rollins versus Gunther would be dope at Mania. I would agree with that. It would be um, dope, but then, but the problem is, is that you risk exposing Gunther because they're not going to have Rollins drop the belt to him, so he would have to take the fall. And right now, he's been a strong, dominant Intercontinental Champion. So true. it's not for me business wise. It's not the best decision to do that. You keep those two, those two guys apart, especially with you, we, especially right now. You don't know. Seth Rollins, if he's even going to be able to compete at WrestleMania, you know, you don't know if he's going to be able to drop the belt. Part, you know, nobody, part. nobody knows yet. So yeah. that's kind of like where they they got a it, a lot of plans change. CM Punk coming back, change plans. Randy Orton coming back, change plans. AJ coming back, change plans. The roster is stacked. It's right stacked, now. bro. And then Seth so, gets hurt. <laughs> Seth gets hurt in a match with with gender. Which some people said the match with Hook and Samoa Joe was better than Gender and, and Seth. That's what. That's crazy. I, that's why I've read. That's crazy. So, yeah. 
And I'm like, why? And I understand that Seth is the, the working man champion, pretty much, the fighting champion. But why would you be risking that so close to WrestleMania? That's, yeah, that. And it's that's like, what Hogan, Hogan, that's why Hogan never, they never had Hogan out there doing any like big matches before WrestleMania or some shit like that. Nope. Why would, why would you risk your, your guy getting hurt? Yeah, run the angle. Right. Him showing up is, is more valuable than him wrestling at this point. Right. Right. Which is, yeah, that's crazy. Because, yeah, that one, and you've you seen it when he landed. When he yeah. landed, he looked concerned. It was like, uh-oh, there goes there goes a whole lot of shit. Because him, I would guarantee you, if Seth doesn't get hurt, CM Punk probably wins the Rumble. CM Punk probably challenges Seth. That's probably the plan. Now, right. it's just everything's topsy-turvy. What if what if Seth is clear to go? So the only thing I can see happening is if Seth can't go, they basically say, here's the deal. This guy's going to be out of commission at the Elimination Chamber. We're going to put these guys in the match. This is going to be the fallout from the Rumble. We'll put these guys in the match. The winner of this match at the Elimination Chamber will become the world heavyweight champion. Go on so have an elimination chamber for the for the belt. Correct. Correct. Okay. And if they did that, that gives Seth an out that he gets beat right there and drops the belt. Right. Or he, he don't even make it to the match. They find they they could they can effectively strip him of the title. They could or we could do another angle. They could do that. And we can have a situation storyline where Seth Rollins is refusing to give up the World Heavyweight Championship. Therefore, we are making a new World Heavyweight Championship and we will crown a new champion. Seth Rollins comes back from injury saying, I am the real world champion because I never got beat for the title. Whoever the champion like what is. CM Punk did. Kind of, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And like it can be Punk doing the same angle all over again. The real <laughs> world champion. Taking the spray paint and putting the X over the belt. Yep. Doing it in WWE now. Yep. I like it. I ain't yep. mad at it. Realistically, what I would have done is uh I would have I would have had Seth come out Monday, announce that he was he was actually hurt. Q Damian Priest. Cash that shit in. Yeah. Cash it in. Absolutely. But, you know, it plays out how it's going to play out. Yep. We won't know I anything until... I, I think they're foolishly sure. banking on, on Seth being available. I think so. Well, it, it's really depending on what the injury is because nobody knows. Um, well, he said all, he had a grade two tear. Yeah, but sometimes it's... Kayfabe shit. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah. They're yeah, gonna yeah. tell you, like, you know what I mean? So, um, like I said, it, it's, it comes down to we won't know anything until Saturday when the rumble's over, the direction that they're gonna go in. And even then, that direction is not concrete because we still got the elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah. So, 
yeah, that's a that's a crazy outlook. Right. That's a crazy outlook. Do we want to go over the rumble? You want to go over the rumble? Nah. <laughs> I mean, it's already enough to go over. I mean, you already know Roman's winning. What if he doesn't? Nah, there ain't, nah he's winning. He's going to, you know, damn well, he's not dropping that belt. What if his he title match, his, his title matches at this point are pointless because you know damn well he ain't dropping the belt. But what if he does, though? He's not dropping it. Nobody, none of those so. three, none of those three guys he's wrestling uh, right now should be world champion. Sorry. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it's, but it's not knocking him. It's just Roman has been on this trajectory to become to become the to become the man beating all these people's records. So all of a sudden now we're gonna sacrifice him to Randy Orton or AJ Styles or LA Knight? No, I wouldn't do it. That's that's bad business. It's bad book. Which I'll Seth check Cage match later and see. Seth getting hurt changed that match too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause if you if you would have told me like if Seth is if Seth is healthy, CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble. Actually you probably don't need Punk to win the Royal Rumble. If 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 Seth is healthy, Cody wins the Rumble. And later on that night, Randy Orton wins the title. You can still have Seth and Co- uh Seth and Punk at, at Mania. You can have that for the main event for that title. You don't need the main event for night two to be Cody versus Randy. Cody just needs to finish the story. You can have that as the co-main. And that'll still that'll still be a good match. It'll draw. It'll be for the title. Cody finishes the story. Everybody's happy. You end that night with, obviously, Roman versus The Rock. And that would have been that would have been night two. That would have been my guess. But since Seth is hurt, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I had a prediction and now I don't. Yeah, but then shit, I just thought about something else too. Because then when you look at the Rumble participants, you still got you got Bobby Lashley, you got you Street got- Profits, Carrying yep. Cross, Artisan. This is where they should have did that 40 year uh, that 40 man battle royal again. Yeah, that this would have been a perfect opportunity. Yep. This would have been a perfect opportunity. Max said you don't think a women's match could headline night one. No. Mm. No. No offense, but no. No. Because the if you look at the stories, even though they are having a, a women's rumble, right? That's almost like like the men's. Right. So if you have right. a men's winner, that story means more coming out of right. Rumble. Right. And you'll probably have them both on the same night. Honestly, honestly speaking, because who's coming out of there? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> who's coming out of the Rumble? Who's coming out of the women's Rumble? That can that can be a challenger for the title. And you'd be like, I'm there for that shit. Right now? Right now. 
they're gonna probably have to honestly they they're gonna there's there's only there's only two people. Who's that? So they would probably run it run it back to Becky. Okay. Yep. Or they they bring in Mercedes. Or hi, hi or Jay Cargo. That's what that there was a just there was a question just popped up. You don't yeah. think I think I think Jay could debut at the Rumble. I think that's perfect time immediate, this year, sir. Yeah. Making an immediate impact on the Rumble. Right. She comes into the Royal Rumble match. We're gonna see what she's learned since she's left AEW. The Royal Rumble match will be a, a very good test for her because it's very competitive with the women. And we'll see if she has a dominant performance. Let me tell you who had a dominant performance in his first Rumble match and went in there and just started just throwing people out left and right and made a name for himself. And he was over by the time it was done. It was Kevin Nash as Diesel. Mm. Yeah, you're 1994 right. 1994 Rumble. You're right about he that. He entered the match, threw all the people out, didn't give a damn if they were heels, faces. He yep. is, he, he, he was dominant. They bring Jay Cargill in there. She could be dominant too. Have a dominant Good. performance. She don't have to win, but she have a dominant performance. She could just start throwing people out left and right. She could be eliminated, but people remember Jay Cargill because she thought everyone will remember her. Yeah. And let's, all, and, let's, and let's also think about the possibility too of TNA talent appearing at the Rumble. That too. So that too. We could we could see Trinity come in. She's just finishing up with TNA. We can see Trinity. I like in. I like Trinity coming back, honestly. As a heel. As a heel, yeah. With her husband. Finally a part of the bloodline. I like it. Stack well, the numbers. What was, what, what, what was the comment there? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to read it all the way. Max said, if I keep hanging around, yeah, I'm end up coming with some storylines for WWE. Bro, <laughs> join the club, my friend. You might you might as well. Shit, join the club. It's it's good. It's it's cool to play, you know, you know, Monday morning quarterback and shit. You know, it's it's it cool to, to go back and do that. It you is. Know, unless you're unless you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. All so. right. There ain't no hope for them. I told, I said it. I said it on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I said it. Yeah, it like, was funny as hell, man. They were pissed. Hey, man, I knew. I knew. <laughs> My they spirit. They were mad as hell. They were mad as hell. One dude was on My there. Damn, 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 sons of bitches. Goddamn church fashion. Hold up. <laughs> Hey, man, you better put that flag down. What's wrong with you, boy? <laughs> Shit. You just throwing the flag in the bush? What, what's wrong exactly. with you? Out there just tripping over a football game. Dang. <laughs> like me, yeah. That's like me tripping over some wrestlers. Like, it was like, I could be like, oh, my God. I can't believe the Rock just came out there. What? He hasn't been there forever. Oh, damn it, it's somebody who's there. They just screwed over our truth I'm just mad the possibility. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the possibility, the possibility was there last year, and we were in the building, and all these jabrones get to witness it this year. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. I hope y'all happy. We shall be watching. Yeah. 
Most definitely. Oh, Most I just definitely. thought about something. Let's What's talk that? about something. So isn't um isn't collision going head to head with the rumble? Oh, that is correct. Ain't nobody watching that shit, bro. Uh, look at you. Look at you now. <laughs> talking shit. I'm not talking shit. I'm being realistic. That's a that's a realistic thing. Oh, everything's great. <laughs> the show is good. Nobody's watching it though. Ain't nobody watching. Yeah, yeah. It was you know CM Punk was on it. So CM Punk is going to be on the show, the Rumble competing on against Saturday. the show that used to be his show. Yeah, <laughs> on isn't that Saturday. funny how shit works out? Yes. Yeah, wow. Yep, Collision is is getting the DVR treatment. Now, I will say this. I will say this for Collision. Collision has done a way better job of pacing the show. And again, I don't know what it is with these AEW shows, man. They Dynamite Dynamite is starting to get there. But the shows that aren't on Wednesday, they all do better than the Wednesday show. It's weird. Yeah, I guess. I haven't watched it in I don't know how long, and I don't plan on watching it. It's super weird. Yeah. They all do better. Collision's actually a good show. And I'll tell you right now, I'm going to say it now uh, on this show so there's no confusion. If you do not, AEW, if you do not strap the rocket to Queen Aminata, in a year, she'll be she'll be going just like Jay Cargill. Queen Aminata is the one. She is the one. If you don't strap the rocket and firmly establish Swerve Strickland, he he's going back. Will be going back. Yep, to the WWE. He's going back. You have two start two. Listen, Queen Aminata. When I the first time I saw her, and I forgot about her. Um, cause she's been out of action for, a, for a while, but the first time I saw her, I was like, I don't know who this is, but they need to do more with her. And then when she came back, I was like, oh yeah, I remember her. And now I'm saying that again, she's had five matches so far, all yeah. bangers, all bangers since she's, since she's been back, they've all been good. And they, and they've all been against some of the top top women in AEW. She's put on great matches. And the way she looks, the way she carries herself, star. It's it's written all over her. And I'm like, if they don't do anything with this, she will get noticed and she will be gone. Well, there's also another free agent out there that we should should talk about. And that's a possibility that she could show up at the Rumble as well. And that is former NWA Royals Women's Champion, Camille. Her too. Yep. So I know she's been making her rounds. She's been going around with. Uh, she's been at AEW. She's been backstage in WWE. So I know that she's making her rounds. So her and uh, there's another one, Julia. So where does Camille end up? If you want me to be honest, I oh man, I would say that Camille would probably end up in WWE. I tend to agree. If I if I'm and looking at the situation and I know that she's assessing it, I know that she's experienced both rock, locker rooms, mm-hmm. and 
of the two, the more professional by by uh, opinion of the wrestlers, what what gets thrown out, the more professional of the two is WWE. Well, of course, but she would be making more money in AEW. She would. She would. Just like the situation here. And there's also another guy that we need to talk about that could possibly enter the Rumble match. I don't necessarily know if it's going to happen or not, but it's a possibility. And I'm talking about Okada. I, I, you know what? I, I'll say it too. I think Okada's going to WWE. I think WWE would need to snatch him up. So I would say Okada, if Okada doesn't show up at at the uh, Royal Rumble, he shows up at WrestleMania doing the same thing Cody did. I can see that. I can see that. Now, if he doesn't show up in WWE at all, then there's AEW. And if he shows up in AEW, he shows up at Revolution to sign a contract. Yeah. Put it both ways. I'll tell you a segment I saw on Collision. I actually actually thought it was kind of cool. It was the formation of the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Mm. I like that. I do too. That was a good segment. That was I a good segment. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Plus, I think all of them are entertaining. Right. Uh, and it will work for them. Jeff says he thinks Okada already has a deal in place for WWE. I he, that may be true. He could. Have, he, he he very well could be. He went. He basically, from what I understand, is he made the decision very recently to to right. leave New Japan. Right. I think what it comes down to is I think he realizes like if I want to do something, the time is now to do it. You know, you know what? I one place I'm not gonna rule out is TNA because he was recently at TNA. Unless TNA is gonna throw some major money at him, I don't I don't see that happening. I, I say I honestly think at, at this point, because Will Ospreay is at AEW. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very good possibility that 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 Okada's end up there. That that could be that too. There's a there's yeah. a lot of uh, it's 50-50 right fifty fifty right now. Fifty fifty. But there's yeah. also yeah. there's also another guy that basically just also left New Japan, and that's Tamatanga. I would love to see Tamatanga in WWE. That's yeah, just me. I would yeah. love to see him in WWE. Yeah, I agree. Although, if he shows up in AEW, shit is going to get real interesting. I'm already thinking Bullet Club, something, <laughs> something, yeah. something Bullet Club. It's not Bullet Club unless you have a tongue in it. That's right. So, I think if he shows up in AEW, shit is going to get very interesting. And I, I will, I will give them the benefit. To watch, I don't think it's going to be nearly as good as what they did before, but we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, man, so much. So, did we do this? Any any more surprises you got for the Rumble? No, I I I don't have any more surprises for the Rumble. I think it's going to play out. You know, exactly kind of the way we're saying it right now. Because they already left you on, with the cliffhanger on Monday with Cody and CM Punk face-to-face. They're telling you. This Saturday night, 
watch the rumble to find out what's going to happen. Between Damn these it. two. Between these two guys. They will be the last two in the ring. Exactly. Then we have the ultimate win. challenge. <laughs> it's the ultimate challenge. <laughs> the son of a plumber yep. versus the blue collar worker. The straight edge versus it's the elite. <laughs> yep. It's the elite versus the punk. It's AW versus AW. I heard a very interesting thing on Busted Open. And someone compared Cody Rhodes to Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> so Oh, so they're taking our shit? <laughs> I don't I don't I don't necessarily say they're taking it, but the way they compared him Bruh, was Let me say something before you before you finish. Go ahead. We have been coming on this fucking show <laughs> for months. We can go back to the archives <laughs> of this podcast where we had a whole damn scenario. <laughs> Where we talked about Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton. This is true. Master and Apprentice. We yep. said that he was Anakin Skywalker, the chosen. Yep. We have is. been saying this for months. I am literally sitting here right now doing this fucking show with Yoda right here. Yep. He is. The Empire behind me, and I'm wearing my fucking Darth Vader robe. We have been doing this, okay? We've been doing it. So, whatever you say, we've been talking about this shit. This is true. This is true. Now, the comparison that he's... He didn't he didn't walk it down like we did. But the comparison to Anakin Skywalker in the moment that he actually interacted with CM Punk, I saw it. I didn't I didn't I didn't compute the two, but I saw but yeah, you're right. We have been saying this shit the whole time. Well, let me tell you what I got from that. I got from watching that segment, I got the Anakin vibe as well with Cody, and I'm gonna tell you where it came from. The vibe I got with him was from Revenge of the Sith when he says, I, I want more, but I know but I shouldn't. That's Cody. Yep. Cody Cody is is a power hungry asshole. He is. Yes. Not, he not, is. Not, I'm talking I'm talking Cody Rose the character, not the man. I, I think Cody Rose. No, this is, is cool. true. This is true. But as the character of Cody Rose, Cody doesn't know it yet. But he's a Sith. He just don't know it yet. He, needs he had to the same problem in AEW where he was tempted by the dark side. That's what's going on here. Yep. This guy is tempted by the dark side. You know who else was tempted by the dark side? Before WrestleMania 17, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He said, I I have to beat you, Rock. More than I anything need to beat you know, you. I need to beat you. Yep. And he sold his soul to the Emperor. Mr. McMahon, to become the WWF champion. Cody Rhodes is going to do anything possible that he possibly can to finish the story. 
at WrestleMania. He has to hold to. the championship that his father never held, that his brother never held. He this guy to. is going to turn to the dark side with the help of the Emperor. Who was the Emperor, you say? Paul Hammond. The wise man. The wise man. Which, yes. coincidentally, they talked about him, too, during that interaction. Cody is, is, Cody is be, a heel. He's going to be glorious, bro. He is a heel. He is, he, is, he, is, he, he, he is a heel. You have somebody like CM Punk come in. Who is CM Punk in this, in this story, right? Darn Who Maul. is Punk? No, no. I think, I, I, I think CM Punk is Mace Windu. That's what I put him as. He don't like Cody. So he wants to come in and take Cody, and he's going to stop him from becoming the world champion, just like Mace Windu says, we, we, we grant you a seat on this council, but we do not give you the rank of master. Okay. You got I me am coming you got back. Me. I have come back to become the world champion to finish my story. I've come back and I am derailing your story. So I'm stopping you from He's going. Dead. I'm stop. I'm stopping you. Yep. Same way they said to Anakin Skywalker. I, we do not grant, grant you the rank of master. And he was like, what? Same thing with Cody. You're not going to be the world champion. You're not finishing your story before I finish my story. What? Mm. Mm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, listening to No Gimmicks right now here on the DFPN and Patreon, is how you break it down Star Wars style. <laughs> that is correct. Yes, sir. By the way, by the way, cheap plug here. If you want to listen to The Patio with Kim, Real Food, The uh, Queens of Nerdum, USDN, Smoke Pit, Make it make sense. The DFPN Patreon is where it's at. Three dollars. Three dollars. All right. That's like going to McDonald's and getting uh, something off a dollar menu or something like that. Three dollars <laughs> gets you all this content commercial free. You get it first. And also you help support your boys. I want to make an announcement right here, right now on the, the No Gimmicks podcast. So um, me and Mr. Black here. We are going to be talking about uh, a new podcast venture coming up very shortly. And uh, it is going to be devoted to Star Wars. Correct. And everything Star Wars. We are going to be launching very shortly in the near future. We're going to be launching the Rogue Empire podcast right here on the DFPN. And this podcast here is going to be talking about Star Wars. And I'm talking about everything in Star Wars. We're going to be talking about Star Wars news happening. Talking about the Ray movie. We're going to be talking about Mandalorian Grogu. We're going to be talking about the Old Republic. We're going to be talking about the Skywalker saga. We're going to be talking about everything Star Wars, and we're going to put a no gimmicks twist on it. So get ready for that right here on the DFPN. Coming shortly, your boys will present the Rogue Empire. Correct. And with that, final shots, man, what you got? Final shot is simply this. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. The last thing you want is you want to have this bastard right here coming <laughs> to get you with a lightsaber and telling you, you know something? How dare you take your dog outside when it's freezing cold? The Arctic freeze that we had a couple weeks ago. How dare you walk your dog on ice? How dare you do that, you son of a bitch? Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered, or you will feel the wrath of Lord Vader. You heard the man. You heard the man. And parting shots is simply this. Support your boys here on the DFPN. Patreon, $3 a month. 
Get your everything. You listen to the Black Mac, Frankie D, Mackie Boy, Jeff, everybody here at the DFPN. Everybody at the DFPN. $3. Make you holler. That's correct. <laughs> I got I got nothing else, my friend. Rogue Empire right. Podcast coming soon. Like I said, we're going to take deep dives into Star Wars. We're going to talk about everything. And not just Star Wars. You may catch me on a good day one day where I say, hey, let's talk about the other failure at Disney called the MCU. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I got numbers to back it up. Whoa, whoa. I got numbers to back it up. Whoa. It's too far. Hey, hey oh, no, it's not too far. We, we don't, don't want do to talk about yet. Hasbro. We don't want to talk about Hasbro, do we? We, we don't want to talk about how Hasbro bought an entertainment company about for, for like $4 billion a few years ago, cash money, and they sold it recently for $374 million because they're in debt right now. Because they're not making any fucking money. Just like the biggest flop in cinematic history was the Marvels. But I got numbers to back this up. But that's what you'll be hearing on the Rogue Empire podcast. Because we're not talking about it tonight. Oh, we're going to talk about this shit later. <laughs> oh, we sure will. We shall talk I have about the numbers. this later. I have the numbers to back it up. Bring hey, let me ask you a question there, Black. What? Perhaps you think you're being treated unfairly? No. Good, because I would hate that to leave a garrison there. <laughs> wow. Wow. Brother. Wow. Oh, okay. speaking speaking of which, speaking of which, we forgot to bring it up. I just did it. 40 years of Hulkamania. Yep. 40 years of Hulkamania, brother. Unbelievable. They got some really cool merch that they just released for this, too. Did they? Yes. WB Shop. Dot com. We're not affiliated. Okay. Con, Con does all the stuff here for you know everybody, but WBShop.com, they have all this 40 years of Hulkamania shit. I'm actually going to pick some shit up, man, because they got some really cool designs for, for Hogan. Okay. So, on this day, in 84, he beat the Iron Sheik for the WWF Championship. And this was started all. Now, let's get it right here. Hulkamania was way established before this in the AWA. I'm talking about Hulkamania and the WWF was formed in 1984. So we're celebrating 40 years of Hulkamania. And it's just crazy that it's 40 years of Hulkamania. But I was never a Hulkamaniac. I wasn't a Hulkamaniac. I I wasn't either. Hollywood. But this shit does look cool, though. That merch looks... Yeah, I'm looking at it. It looks cool. Oh, hell yeah. Some cool-looking merch. Yeah. Hollywood. Hmm. All right, I may I might yeah. go on there. That that's pretty cool. So what we're gonna do next week since we're we're talking about forty years of Hulkamania, brother. Next week on the No Gimmicks podcast, I'm putting out here right now. We are gonna take a look at Hulk Hogan, and we're gonna bring up the top ten Hulk Hogan matches of all time. Bring your list. <laughs> bring your list, everybody. We're going to do it. We're going to put out the top 10. Oh, by the way, Mackie boy, if you're still in here, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you post in the smoke pit? How dare you post, take one of the Michael Jackson albums off? You put me in a very, very precarious situation, my friend. I mean, I like it rock with you, man. It, it was, was management. You wrong. Yeah, you were wrong for that, dude. <laughs> it was you're management. Wrong. Management You'll was be here. bullshit. You will be hearing from the emperor for that one. (laughs) 
You can't blame that on me. That wasn't me. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, you know what? I can believe me. that. I, I can believe it was you who did it because you used to do that shit with New Edition and Boyz II <laughs> So you're an asshole. That wasn't me. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. No. Right. That, I'm I'm innocent this time. <laughs> I saw right. that and he had it on there in the he had it on there in the smoke pit group and I'm like, look look at this shit. So like, <laughs> like it has some bangers on it, but it's like, man, like damn. <laughs> no, no. I was uh that was not me. <laughs> I was I was I was torn looking at that shit. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? But right. I was like, ooh, looking at it, I was like, I have to do off the wall. I have to. I had to do it too, but I'm like, damn. And I'm like, and it's yeah, like, it's this is what I'm it. talking about, people. If you're not listening to the smoke pit, you gotta listen to the smoke pit and the shenanigans that these two do because <laughs> it's crazy shit that will, at the end of the day, will piss you off. <laughs> so go listen to it. The DFPN, also um, USEN as well. Jeff, they do a good show over there. Deep dive into a lot yep. of different stuff. We have so we have so much talent here on the DFPN. And DFPN in twenty twenty four, this is our year. We're taking over the business. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's my parting shot, people. My parting shot is uh we got MEMS tomorrow on Patreon. Make it make sense. And uh USDN is off outside the, the wire. Uh and they're gonna be doing their their show tomorrow too. So Great stuff coming this week, and uh, tune in, tap in, man. It's going to be an awesome week. So, and we, we plan on coming this back Saturday, correct? This Saturday night, live after the Royal Rumble, we will be live, probably outside the confines of Patreon. We're going to go live with our review of the Royal Rumble. So you want to check that out here on the DFPN and all the local affiliates that carry the DFPN. Correct. And with that, I got Other nothing that, else. I ain't got nothing else either. All right, man. Well, until next time, thank y'all for tuning in. Peace. And I know it's all fitness, all fitness, all fitness. We give them no gimmick. Yeah. And I know it's all fitness, all fitness, all fitness. We give them no gimmick. Yeah. And I know it's all fitness, all fitness, all fitness. We give them no gimmicks. Gimmicks.